Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You got you a good cup of joe and you're ready to go. I want to look at Elijah today and what took place on Mount Carmel when he met with Ahab. And he told Ahab to get all the people together and meet him on top of Mount Carmel. And the reason I want to look at this today is I believe more than ever we are divided. We're not only divided in our own local towns, but our state, our country, and all over the world. Um, We see it every day. It's it's in our face. It's in the news media. It's in social media. And it's something that I I just feel like I need to share with you guys. So he meets with Ahab, and he tells him to to bring the people to Mount Carmel. And I'm going to pick it up um, in the uh, 18th verse says, I have not made trouble for Israel, Elijah replied, but you and your father's family have. You have abandoned the Lord's commandment and followed the Baals. Now summon your people from all over Israel to meet me at Mount Carmel and bring the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. Verse 20, so Ahab sent word throughout Israel to assemble the prophets to Mount Carmel. Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. Now I want to stop right there because set the scene up. Elijah's had enough. And I believe he's he's reached out to this king and he says, okay, get your 450 prophets, meet me up on top of the mountain. We're going to settle this once and for all. And so when Elijah finally confronts the people and says, how long have you wavered between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. And the people said nothing. So can you imagine? Here's Elijah. Here's a prophet standing out in front of the people, throwing down the ultimate challenge. Either follow God or follow these other gods. But one of these days, you got to make a choice, and today is going to be that day. Now, pick it up in 22. It says, Then Elijah said to them, I'm the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us and let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves and let them cut them into pieces, put it on wood, but do not set fire to it. And I will prepare the other bull. I will put put it on the wood, but I will not set fire to it. Then call to the name of your God, and I will call to the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire is God. So the ultimate throwdown has been given. Hey, 450 prophets, I want you to take this this bull that you get to choose first, because there's two of them. You know, I want you to choose the, the best one, because I don't want you to sit there and say, Hey, we were gypped. We got a we got a bad bull. So you choose first. You cut them, cut the bull up into pieces for sacrifice. You put it on the altar. You prepare it. Just don't set fire to it. I'm gonna do the same thing. And whichever God comes down and sets this thing on fire, that's God that we're gonna follow. So is everybody with me so far? All right. So now we pick up 
and 25, where Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one of the bulls and prepare it first. And since there are so many of you, call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. So they took the bull given to them and they prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning until noon. Baal, answer us, they shouted. But there was no response. No one answered. And they danced around the altar that they made. All right. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. Shout louder, he said. Surely he is a god. Perhaps he's in a deep thought or too busy, or maybe he's traveling. Maybe he's sleeping and must be awakened. Verse 28, so they shouted louder and slashed themselves with their swords and spears was their custom until the blood flow. Midday passed where they continued their frantic prophesizing until the time of the evening sacrifice. But there was no response and no one answered them and no one paid them any attention. So once Elijah said, hey, you guys go first, you're up to bat. They do this and they go from morning to noon, four hours so far, just shouting and screaming and pleading for Baal, the God of these people to come down and do something to this sacrifice. But nothing's going on. And around the noontime, even Elijah's now jumping in and, and kind of taunting him by saying, hey, scream louder, wake him up. Maybe maybe your God's on vacation. Maybe he's not listening. Maybe he's asleep and needs to be awakened. Or maybe he just don't care. All right? So they did all this, and then they continue on until the evening time of the sacrifice. And then over in verse 30, it says, then Elijah said to the people, come here to me. And they came to him. He prepared the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. Elijah took 12 stones, one for each of the 12 tribes that descended from Jacob, in whom the, the word of the Lord had come by saying, your name shall be Israel. And with the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he dug a trench around it large enough to hold Masses, basically masses amount of water. Then he placed the wood upon there and he cut the bull into pieces and he laid it on the wood. And he said, fill four large jars of water and pour it on the offering in the wood. Verse 34, do it again, he said, and then did it again. Do it a third time, he ordered. And they did it a third time and water ran down the altar and filled the trench that he had dug. And at the time of the sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today you are God of Israel and that I am your servant. And I have done these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me. So these people will know that you are Lord, our God, and that you're turning their hearts back again. Verse 38, then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice in the woods and the stone and the soils and even licked up the water from the trenches. And when the people saw this, they fell and they cried, the Lord, he is God, the Lord, he is God. Now I'm gonna stop right there. So now it was time for Elijah and Elijah told him, said, I want you to, to dig a trench. We're gonna prepare the altar, bring me some water. And so they, they kept pouring water upon this, this sacrifice. Now, can you imagine you're standing there watching this man pour all this water thinking, how in the world is fire going to burn up 
this offering when it's soaking wet to the point where the water is, is in the trench that he dug and it's filled it up. And as he starts praying, and as he starts praying to the Lord and calling upon God, said, then the fire of the Lord fell down and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stone, the soils, and even licked up the water in the trenches. On that day, they found out who truly is God. Now, the rest of this I won't get into, but to finish this up, he, he basically commands them to seize all the prophets of Baal, and then he, he basically puts them down. He slaughters them. And the thought that I wanted to, to share with you today, and the reason I went with this scripture is today we have an issue, as I said, not only in our city, our state, or in our country, but all over the world where we are so divided. We have people following everything under the sun. No one wants to follow God because it's not fun. No one wants to follow God because of whatever excuse they can come up with. God is real, ladies and gentlemen. God is real. He is everlasting and ever loving. And he's merciful. And he's calling to all of us today. He wants that personal relationship with us. But today we turn on our televisions and we see uh, pride, gay pride parades and gay pride month and this month and that month. And you hear about people worshiping you know, the devil and worshiping witches and worshiping trees, the environment and all of this, but it's garbage. It's garbage because it can't hold water. It's something that people are trying to cling on to because they, they're putting their trust into it, thinking it's going to work for them. But at the end of the day, it's not. It's going to fail them. God has never failed us. He's never forsaken us. He's always been with us. As, as Elijah asked the people, how long will you waver between two opinions? And that's the question we need to ask ourselves today. Our friends and our family, who may be on that fence? Who may be trying to follow X, Y, Z, but they're trying to give a little time to God? You can't do both. As the Bible says when it, when it talks about you can't serve God and you can't serve money, you can't serve God and you can't serve your own values or your own personal interests. It doesn't work. We do it all the time. I'm guilty of it. We do it all the time. But we realize real quickly, we cannot serve two things. We must give all of our attention and our focus to God. Too many times I see people with the, the Christian fish bumper sticker on their vehicle or uh, trying to carry a Bible or having some type of Christian saying on their shirt. But when you talk to them about their, their, their Christianity, they don't want to talk about it. They'd rather talk about everything else. And, and it, it upsets me because being a Christian, we, we are different. The Bible says we are, we are separated people. We're just traveling through this world. We're being attacked. We're being attacked every day when we, like I said, turn on our televisions and, and our news and our social media. We're being attacked because of our thoughts and because of our beliefs, because of our values, because they do not fit the narrative of today's world. And I'm quite all right with that. 
as the Christians were persecuted during the, the, the time in the Bible, we're being persecuted today, except we're being canceled out and being silenced from social media. Because if they don't like the narrative that you put on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, they're going to shut you down. They're going to shame you into a corner. So I'm here to challenge all of you today. I'm here to challenge you. Quit letting people shut you down. Quit wavering between two opinions, ladies and gentlemen. Today's the day to choose. Are you going to choose God and follow God? Or are you going to follow the things of this world? Because if you follow the things of this world, I promise you, it will fail. It will collapse. It will be destroyed. And you will be left with nothing. As we read out of the scriptures, when the, the prophets of El sat pretty much from day, from sun up to almost sundown, cutting themselves, screaming, hollering, dancing, doing everything they could to get their God's attention, he was not there. And one little simple man named Elijah, all he did was he just called out and prayed. And God answered him. So if you want to follow your rainbow flags, you want to follow your abortion bumper stickers, you want to follow canceling people out because you don't like their narrative, you're going to be just like these prophets of Baal and you're going to sit there and at the end of the day, you're going to hear crickets. But if you follow the Lord God Almighty, you will hear from him. All you have to do is call out to him. So get off the fence and choose today who you're going to follow. The choice is very clear. The choice is very simple. Following God. I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy road, but I guarantee at the end of the day, it's the best choice you've ever made. When I started following God, it was not easy. When I turned my life over to God, it was not easy. Breaking old habits. But you know what? Here I am 22, 23 years later, ladies and gentlemen, and I do not have the first regret for following God. My life may not be perfect, but my life is what God wants it to be at this particular time. And I'm happy with about that. So as I get ready to wrap up, I want to challenge you. Who are you going to follow today? Who are you willing to stand behind and follow and proclaim who is Lord in your life? The world or God? That's the choice. I want to thank all of you today for, for listening and for supporting this podcast and for just honestly helping this podcast out. I want to encourage all of you to go to our social media pages. You can go to jesusandacupofjoe.com. I have a prayer request um, set up there. So if there's a prayer that, that you would like to make, you're more than welcome to, to send me a prayer request. Um, if you go to Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, it's jesusandacupofjoe.com. You can find us anywhere, not only on our websites, but our social media pages. And you can honestly communicate with us through our podcast. You can go to the anchor.fm and be able to communicate via message. And if you'd like to be a part of the show, I would encourage all of you guys to reach out to me at jesusandacupofjoe at gmail.com. I'd love to have 
some of you guys, your listeners, that want to be a part of this show, be a part of this show. Whether it's just, you know, dropping some messages or whether you want to do recordings, I'm always open to, to bring on guests to be able to expand this podcast. So thank y'all very much for listening today, and I hope and pray y'all have a fantastic day. But always remember, you start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms.